0: To say you could hear a pin drop wouldn't come close to describing the absolute absence of sound, as if sucked from the hall by a giant vacuum. The audience, enraptured, seemed not to want to let go of the moment. But that moment passed, as it always does, and the ensuing applause was as loud and sustained as the moment had been quiet and brief. The performer took a deep bow, lifting his head only slightly to look directly into my eyes. Even from this distance, I saw a tear roll down his cheek, whereupon he bowed his head again. Is that not one of the most beautiful songs ever written? With your permission, allow me to dedicate that performance to a very dear and special friend, a musician we all knew as... Trumpet Man. I didn't move. I couldn't move. I had just witnessed the most emotionally draining performance I had ever seen, not to mention the spiritual experience which I recognized all too clearly as one I alone had shared, and I could only sit there soaking it all in. I remained in my seat as if glued, wondering what was yet to be revealed. The rest of the evening's performance was a blur, but when it ended and the audience had departed the hall, the performer walked down the steps from the stage and up the aisle towards me, a serene and knowing look on his face. "'I'm glad you stayed, Woody. Actually, I didn't have much choice. I couldn't move,' I answered with a half-smile. His eyes were back on mine, not letting go. I knew what I had to ask, as did he.' But I was terrified to let the words escape my mouth, for fear his answer would send me into a panic from which I'd never recover. Sensing my fear, he saved me from having to ask what I knew couldn't be possible. Trumpet Man is worried about you, Woody. He asked if I'd look after you, so to speak. I agreed, and here you are. I had known this answer was coming, yet that didn't diminish its impact like a cold slap in the face. My eyes were welling with tears, no place to go but down my cheeks, and I didn't fight it. He gently placed his hand on my shoulder. It's all right, Woody. Just let it out. Believe me, I know exactly how you feel. I went through the same revelation many years ago. For the moment. All that matters is that you're here, you've experienced the first step, and you're ready to proceed. Proceed where? I think you already know the answer to that, don't you? He asked gently, not wanting to upset me any further, as I tried desperately to gather my wits. Will you help me? I nearly begged in a strained voice I didn't recognize as my own, Of course I will, Woody. I'll be with you every step of the way. You've been blessed with the gift, as I've been blessed, as Trumpet Man was blessed, and those before us. What do I do next? It's time, Woody. Time for what? Time to climb back up on the horse. I hear ya. To be honest, though, I'm terrified of the thought of what might happen again. Do you know what happened to you that night, Woody? The night you've been trying so hard to forget? I can't say that I know, as in knowing that we're now talking about it, thinking about every word before I verbalized it. But I'd heard stories since I was a kid about musicians entering a special place, the Zone, it was always called. No one I knew had ever done it, though. But we all still talked about it, wondering what it must be like to finally get good enough that you could go there. I can't be sure, of course, but I think that's where I went. Only it wasn't what I thought it would be. Not a nice place at all. And it was all I could do to get out with my life, I've since thought. And then, last night, you went there, didn't you? Yes. I saw you rising like I rose that night but you warned me that you would, didn't you? And once I got over the shock of watching you float so high above the hall, I began to understand that maybe it's not the evil place I thought it had been. I looked around me and I know that no one else saw you rising but me. And I'm sure there's a reason for that, just as I'm sure you'll tell me that reason. Why else have I been invited here? Right? You're here because you need to go back, to begin to understand the true nature of that place. Unless and until you do, you'll never be at peace with yourself. You did indeed travel to the zone, Woody. But when your guardian tried to greet you, you panicked. So it was, Trumpet Man, I heard that night, I said with equal parts awe and disbelief. Yes, it was. But you left the scene, shall we say, before he could explain where he wanted to take you, what he wanted to show you, and whom he wanted you to meet. Meet? I blurted out too loudly. Woody, I'd like to tell you the meaning of this place, but you must learn these things for yourself in due time. But I can tell you that it is surely a beautiful place, a place of immense learning and growing, and that you needn't be afraid of returning there. But why now? Why here in this place at this moment? I demanded to know. It's Trumpet Man's ultimate gift to you, Woody. But the more time that passes, the more difficult it will be for you to accept that gift and fulfill your destiny. That first entrance is the result of talents discovered, goals achieved, and dreams realized. But precious few return for a second visit. Most become the victims of their own perceived accomplishments, thereafter spending a lifetime of heartache trying to figure out how to re-enter but to no avail. No, it's only a chosen few who are invited in, for they possess the real gift, Woody which serves as their key to unlock and illuminate the unknown. I could only stare at him as I attempted to make sense of what I had just been told. So, if I understand you, I said, I've been chosen. Yes, just as I was, and Trumpet Man, and others before us. What was it like for you the first time, I asked. Actually, it was much like your first time, Woody. Terrifying. I was young, even younger than you were. I'd heard stories about the zone just as you had, but I never dreamed I'd ever get there. Then it happened just like that. He snapped his fingers once. Everything you experienced, I experienced. The rising, the internal conversation with myself about my music and my own reaction to my music, and the profound terror of being touched, indeed spoken to, by someone I had known and lost years earlier, under circumstances not unlike yours with Trumpet Man. Like you, I panicked and forced myself back into the moment to escape something I couldn't comprehend or explain. But that's where the similarity in our experiences ends, Woody. Unlike you, I literally buried my horn in a closet, locked the door and threw away the key. The mere thought of ever returning to that place was more than I cared to risk. I could clearly see the pain on his face. But how did you... I mean, I saw you go there with my own eyes. What made you finally decide to return? He turned his head back towards me, holding my gaze intently. I was lost, Woody. I had pushed music out of my life for 25 years. Think about that. I wasted a quarter century without once allowing myself to experience the only thing in life that made me feel whole. The emptiness just ate away at my insides until one day I made up my mind I couldn't continue as half a person and not even the better half of that. I hate to make a joke under these circumstances, Woody, but my trumpet finally came out of the closet. I could only chuckle at that one, happy though that some semblance of normalcy, humor, had returned to his story. I can't begin to imagine what it must have been like for you, 25 years without doing what you love doing the most, what you were destined to do. Exactly. But better late than never, right? Once I made the decision to do it, actually achieving it wasn't as difficult as I thought it might be. Except for the nerves. That was the toughest part, because when you're older, you don't have the same confidence in yourself that you have when you're young. I practiced diligently and performed regularly. But the first time I stepped back onto a concert stage, I was so scared my knees were knocking to the point of buckling, my breathing shallow, and my mind desperately searching for rescue from the emotional turmoil surrounding me. But once I played the first note, Woody, the spell had been broken. Kind of like riding a bike, I guess. Once you learn how, you never quite forget. Indeed, I re-entered the zone. This time, not afraid of what I might find, but eager to unravel the mystery of what I knew I would find. And when my guardian greeted me that second time, I embraced his very soul, as Trumpet Man would wish you to do. His eyes spoke volumes beyond the meaning of mere words. Just as I had experienced his thoughts during his performance, once again I intuited his words. Yes, Woody, you have a choice to make. One that will impact the very essence of your life from this moment forward. This choice is yours alone. No one can help you decide. Not me or even Trumpet Man. I understand, I offered. So lead me to the horse.